I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Jenny. This is Lindsay. I almost didn't say it. Sometimes you don't, and I'm like, I want to say my name. You're like, oh, oh, say my name, say my name. Oh, you. Pop uh. off sits. Uh. <laughs> so, we have a really fun um, episode for you today. As y'all know, we are the biggest Sex and City stand in the world. Um, and we love to pepper in an excuse to use Sex and City for some content. So, um, and loads of people are re-watching it because of the pod. And, and starting it. Which and some starting people have it. not seen it, which I get so jealous of. I know. So we decided because um, there is many themes in Sex and City, but one of the themes is that Carrie is always on our little Mac computer typing away. She's a writer. She's a writer for the New York, what was it for? <laughs> the Star, the, the New York Star. Star. Yeah, she had a little column and um, she always asked questions. Like that was like, it wasn't every episode. They definitely slowed down um, throughout the seasons, mm. but definitely at the the first like four seasons, yeah. it was heavy with the questions. Up until her bur- book, kind of. I feel mm-hmm. like because her book was like an amalgamation of all of her essays and then the writing kind of fell off. It became less about the writing and more about the marriage and the men. It did. And you know what? Is That's actually gas that they compiled her columns into a book. Surely if she was a writer, she would have just wrote a new book, I right? I know, yeah. Like, that's like us being like, girls, girls, a book deal? Amazing. Let's transcribe all of our podcasts we'll and do put an, it out in book form. An audio book of all of our podcasts all together you get to listen to them all again yeah brilliant great so we have four that we're going to delve into and we have four that are just so ridiculous that just they need to be yeah. retold in 2020 so Carrie Bradshaw I mean we obviously did our podcast last month about dissecting her character as in like how she was as a friend how she was as a lover, a um, lover. and all these different kind of things uh, so if you're if you missed that episode, definitely go listen to it, especially if you, you know, have recently watched uh, Sex and the City. But, you know, as Lindsay was saying, she was famous for this. And really what she was famous for is just the ridiculousness of Completely. some of the questions. Like, because it, it would be so indulgent, but so like, there's obviously so many memes now. It's like, and then I got to wondering. And it's like, you know, the meme of like, you just see her at her computer. Yeah, and looking at her little window. <laughs> and it's you know she wondered about everything she wondered and pondered and typed away on that little macbook and like yeah she'd be like lunching with the girls and then she'd travel home and she'd be like and then i wondered was it right was miranda cynic the right one all along and you're like oh i love that she just like goes home and uses all her friends i know she's like tapa, tapa, tapa. is she more cynic than sin ock 
<laughs> like, like it was oh, always these weird puns and so stuff. So funny. There's so many like memes coming up and like people are doing TikToks like that one that I think did we both retweet that on Twitter? Which one? The guy who's oh, like yes. dressing up as all the different characters and pretending. Unbelievable. It's amazing. It's on our Twitter. It's gas. He's acting like what the Sex and City girls would be like in quarantine. <laughs> it's perfect. We should probably put that up on the Insta. Yeah, we should. It's yeah. so good. So yeah, we just wanted to go back in. And I love going back because now obviously like everything's so woke, everything's so PC and there's even pages that have come up like, you know, trying to... A woke Charlotte. I yeah. hate that. What do you, what's your opinion on the like, you know, I see a lot of people talk about sex and sex. They're like, I can't believe I'm watching it now. It's so problematic. It's like, can you not watch it in the like Appreciate perspective the mm. of the time that was being made? And I really miss that that kind of television and that kind of freedom yeah. so much. Like even watching Friends, it's usually prob- yeah. problematic. Problematic, you know? but it's also like, can people not realize that like, if you start to take away this quote unquote problematic kind of aspect of every show, we're just going to be left with really, 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 really boring shows, which we are left with. Like mm-hmm. nothing is kind of you know, and you can do that without it being overly offensive. Like I don't think there was a lot in Sex and City that was like purposely offensive no. but it was a really good you know something that I they always they were pushing the button with content in terms of like obviously it was like you know the sex scenes were really intense yeah and um, you know they they were very free speakers like but things that they're honing in on and a lot of those like problematic kind of woke Charlotte pages is stuff like Carrie calling gold ghetto gold or you know something which is like, like that. yeah and I, I always had a problem with that because I find it really kind of uh I feel like it, 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 they're dumb, people dumb themselves down to make a point by being like, that's so problematic. It's like the point was to make, like, I actually think that they were uh, commenting on this privileged sect of New Yorkers. Like, there, people yeah. always say, like, it's so problematic that one of the four women wasn't a woman of colour. But it's like, in that time, that little sect, that's what those women are. Like, the Upper East Side, like, they're all rich women in New York. It's very rare for there to be uh, you know a, maybe a woman of colour and if anything like for kind of upper class white women to welcome that into them it was actually quite realistic realistic representation of what like early 2000s kind of rich New York was and especially now because like people are saying if they were to do another movie they should be bringing in like I mean they did with the was it the Jen- first movie Jennifer with, Houston um, is her name Hudson Hudson I would call her Houston um, Houston <laughs> <laughs> That's problematic Excuse me It is I'm very sorry But um, then it just Totally turns into like You know Black tokenism Which Yeah and then it was also like thing. She made the her Like basically like Carrie's little bitch Who was like this Poor girl Who could never afford a bag It's like okay If you're gonna like Include yeah, yeah. women of colour At least give them a bloody Like worthwhile part. Well like <laughs> Yeah well I mean Showing them in a good light Like she's yeah. like this little girl And she was and like she was like, like oh no Like it was like this country accent She was like, like You got me a Louis Vuitton I rent my purses Like I they know. completely played on that whole... And she gave her a minging one as well oh, She didn't purse. give her like, like Would you not give her a fucking speedy bag That, that she can use forever was outrageously bad It was like Big red bulbous plastic <laughs> coming off it was disgusting but let's think okay so here we have one this is this is just ridiculous I wondered was New York really any different from New Delhi had our class system be replaced by a caste system and if so can we date outside our caste <laughs> so that was from episode 8 
um, in season two. The man, the myth, the Viagra. So, <laughs> I love the names. Yeah, of the, the man, the myth, well. Viagra. I always remember the names of uh, Sex and City episodes. Like when I'm reading them, I'm like, oh yes, I love Running with Scissors. I mean, a classic. A classic. Um, whoever named the episodes? Yes, yeah, I want your brain because, like, I would love to be able to name the podcast. They should like as well. bring out a lipstick line and name <laughs> lipsticks as well. Like Stunning. they're so good at it. Um, so from episode one, at the end of Bay of Married Pigs episode, Carrie pondered. <laughs> Another geographical, you know, queen of geography. She geog- looked a nod to history. <laughs> queen of geography. Queen of and this is historic well, wars. Yes. This also is in 1998, so not that historic. Quite quite current, actually, yeah. at the time. As I sifted through the rubble of my marriage skirmish, I don't know what the skirmish means, I had a thought. Maybe the fight between married and singles is like the war in Northern Ireland. <laughs> We're all basically the same, but somehow we ended up on different sides. Uh, and with that, we have a united Ireland. <laughs> it was not Bill Clinton and Jerry Adams. No. It was Carrie Bradshaw and season one of Sex and the City. And it turned out we weren't actually fighting about silly stuff like religion. <laughs> we were fighting about being single and being in relationships. So there, we have two more kind of ridiculous ones and we are going to deep dive into some other into ones. Into four more, like how they kind of... You know, are they relevant today? What do we think of them? Yeah, yeah. So, well, I Answering do, her questions, if you will. Yes, I think we should answer them and see how they apply to us today. Um, so here's another one. Uh, in view of current circumstances, I couldn't help but wonder, are men women with balls? Oh, whoa, whoa. mic drop. <laughs> Feminism doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't need to. Oh, men are wow. just women with balls. We're all the same <laughs> apart from our genitals. Oh, my God. What the hell? Imagine women just had balls. Like, no dick. Like, it's like, she didn't say, like, the Her whole... Her flaps were just big ball Why bags. balls? Like, did, did she not just say, like, pain, like... I think she was meaning, like, balls. Uh, which actually is an interesting question. Like... It is. You know, because we always use those words. Like, you know, we, like... It's weird how we use our genitals to put each other down and beat each other up. Yeah. Like, you know, you're being a pussy. Oh... Do you have you got no balls? Yeah, Johnny yeah, Bob. Yeah. But then as well, dickhead. It's so weird that we just use our fucking genitals <laughs> to give out about each other. Like you're a fucking cunt, which apparently means vagina. Yeah. But um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, what does it mean? I heard it meant something horrific. What do you mean? The word cunt. What do you mean mean something horrific? Like, our, you know the way like, obviously fuck means sex. Yeah. <laughs> but cunt means vagina. Yeah. No, I thought it meant like Oh, like a bat? Like, like a raped vagina. Oh, I, God. I heard, I heard that. Oh, my God. I never heard that. That's horrible. I know. So fucking horrible. <laughs> now, that's a, it did kind of make me hate the word. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I do kind of enjoy the word cunt. Do you? In a specific context. I weave context. in and out of, it, out of it. Like, in a specific context. Like, in, like, there's some words that you're like, that's the only word I could use to describe the situation, you know? Yeah. I um, mean, look... Here's one. So when it comes to finance and dating, I couldn't help but wonder, why do we keep investing? <laughs> that was from to market, to market. Remember when she went, one. I loved that one. So let's go into some of the... The deep dive. We, yeah, we chose four that we th- thought we could actually talk about, ponder and wonder ourselves. And answer. And answer, hopefully. You never Carrie know. has been asking and asking. <laughs> Here, bitch, sit down. We got the answer. So number one is... While women are certainly no strangers to faking it, we faked our hair color, cup size, hell, we even faked fur. I couldn't help but wonder, 
Has fear of being alone suddenly raised the bar on faking? Are we faking more than orgasms? And she would always look up and bite her bottom lip. Or take a drag of a drag. the model of light. And a sip of her cocktail. And the, the camera angle was always like from above. Like her as if setup was so fab. Oh yeah. Like if I had enough money in the world, I would love to just get a... A replica. <laughs> a replica of that apartment. Oh, it's like the perfect apartment. It's so open, but cozy. And like, she just looks so cute in her little desk with Aiden's chair that she's sitting <laughs> on. And she's tiny in the damn chair. Oh, she's tiny. <laughs> she's freaking so... And like, she just makes smoking look so good and everything. I know, and her street was like one of those gorgeous streets in the Upper East Side that's so yeah. quiet, like an old building. Of course, she has like the perfect apartment rent controlled in the Upper East Side. Yes, and like ran big and Aiden would like stand outside oh. and like she'd like look out her window and be like, I'll be right there. So be like, Carrie. <laughs> oh, and she's like looking always so cute, like in a little perfect. outfit. I wonder what Carrie would be like during quark. Different question for a different day. So women are f- no strangers to faking it. So she's basically saying we fake our hair colour, we fake it, but then and we fake orgasms. But are we faking more than orgasms in relationships? Mm. Like, so we touched upon this before we started recording and I was like, okay, this is actually a good one to delve into because I do feel like, you know, especially now that we have Tinder, Bumble, like if you do want a boyfriend, you can get one maybe easier than you could back in the day. I don't know. I would agree. Yeah, like. Maybe not a boyfriend of quality. It's like mm. fast fashion, right? <laughs> you can actually kind of. And then I began to wonder. And like then fashion. I began to wonder: Is fast fashion the new fast boyfriending? <laughs> is one night stands just like buying from Pretty Little Thing? Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm typing this down. <laughs> Type that down. Get that down, oh, bitch. Oh shit! <laughs> but it is because it's like we've got more selection and more options, and you can shop fast for like if you like. There's definitely guys on Tinder that you could probably go on and be like, "Do you want to go out with me?" And they'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, literally. but like it might not be good quality. Well, I call Bumble and all those things. That's so I saying it's like Samantha. <laughs> Honey, I call Bumble men shopping, <laughs> and Tinder fuck shopping. <laughs> so something she would say let us know by the way for next month do you want us to do a dissecting Samantha Jones episode yes because I think she is actually our mutual fave now we love Miranda but I do think Samantha we really don't have anything bad to say about the iconic she's just the most quotable as well it's just like I just love the and she didn't really do anything wrong no you know like Miranda had her which you are emotionally attached to Mm. Miranda and Charlotte and Carrie book Samantha you're kind of like She was just always level Yeah but I do feel they wrote her out But that's a different conversation oh, For shit. a different time Oh my god So Okay so yeah I do feel that um, You're right Like you can go on Well Now that we have these apps You don't have to go out And meet men You can meet them like You know I'm meeting men Every fucking day on Bumble Do you yeah. know what I mean And you don't put in the effort Like you know the way If you're Back in the day When we were both single We'd be like Let's go on a night out yet, boys Oh it's a night where you don't get a Fucking lick Not a look in But as well It's really hard to meet guys In nightclubs Yeah They're like screaming Into their ear Why do you work as Are you in college Like And they're like Randomly too locked You're like Oh for god's sake Yeah And then That Kind of being in that situation To then kind of Trying to text them The uh, next yeah. day Never works So no. like But you know You do get that whole Like you're getting dressed up To go ahead and meet the guys You're feeling your best But now it's like You know I remember a friend of mine Did say to me once I think it was A few years ago And she was kind of like uh, I think I said like Because I was just like You're so hot Or something like that I was like You're not getting like Going up to guys and Who? Uh, a friend of mine From oh, okay. uh, work a few years ago And I, I was like um, I was like You know You're not going into like clubs Because she was like oh, I'm just single And I was like What about in clubs? Like 
I basically said like an old woman. I was like, I'm not picking up women lobs anymore. You're fine woman like yourself can't be. Like, yeah. I don't believe that for a minute. But she was like, she she was telling me how it had changed from apps. She was like, now on, in these clubs, like everyone just sticks to their own friend group. There's not as much mm. of like the guys going up to girls or girls going up to guys. She goes, usually, and then guys at the end of the night will be on their phone on Tinder and they'll just find someone on like Hardcore Street on Tinder. It just blew my mind. It's but I true, was like, yeah. of course, like that makes sense. She was like, why would a guy risk going up to a girl in a club and getting shot down Mm -hmm. when they've got like 15 girls in their pocket exactly it takes a lot more balls yeah (laughs) which you know ironically would be it would come it's so attractive when a guy does still do that goes up to girls and like chats away if he does it correctly yes because he can do it smarmy as well but maybe smarmy because they're out of practice do you know what I mean yeah because it's not in the culture anymore I remember like back in the days in barcode that yeah. like guys would be coming up to you I'd be going up to guys like me and my friends like we'd be in our little group dancing we'd be like eyeing around the club seeing if there was anyone we were fancying and if one friend was like oh, he's gonna he will you come over to the group so we'd go over as like a like two or three of us and be like hey like kind of dance around them and then try and fucking talk to them but it wasn't like obviously it wasn't my like the friend leaving the group and just walking <laughs> through the dancing fucking drunk people being like hello you <laughs> Like I always think of that scene in a, you know, I'm just a teenage dirtbag babe. Oh yeah. I know she's like, I got two tickets to iron. She looks gorgeous. And it just like all the people open up and she has this wind machine in her hair and she's like looking at the guy. That is such an iconic scene because I think I have felt like that. Yes. You know when you're you're like, you see the guy walking towards you. You're like, oh, I feel like the guy in American Beauty or American Pie. Sorry, American Beauty. Totally different vibe. Oh my god! <laughs> Do not bring up that movie. Not that now that Spacey's cancelled. No, he's cancelled. <laughs> he's still cancelled. Um, Getting back on his feet. I think he's. I think he's kind of making a comeback. Imagine if Quar was like, "Guess what, guys? Everyone who's cancelled is now not because of Quar." <laughs> oh well, only they didn't break, break Quar. Yeah. It's like how, anyway, it's like the cancelled Olympics. Maybe like if you were cancelled in a former life pre quar if you do quar perfectly, now you'll become uncancelled. That's what I think McGregor's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit. Hmm, how can I win my public battle? Yeah, I know, becoming the quar leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> Popping in with all my hands sanitized. <laughs> so, women faking things. Do you think, okay, because this is pre, obviously, way pre social media. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would affect how people fake in a relationship? Because I can kind of see both sides. I could see how you wouldn't put up with as much shit because you've got way more choice. You're seeing more options. The world is kind of more open to you. You know, like you're not going to really be faking being happy if you've got like. You can see like loads of hot guys on Instagram or on Bumble or on Tinder. Mm. Or do you think it's the opposite? Do you think people like fake, like the new faking is kind of like faking the whole like relationship flexing? Like that's kind of yeah. the modern day faking in True. relation. I think like when we talk about say our first boyfriends in school, we always say like, because you know when you're kind of, you're growing up, you, everyone feels a bit like minging when mm-hmm. you're like a teenager and then you're like, oh, someone fancies me and you kind of just go for it. No, you're like, that's my boyfriend. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, so I think that was our faking it maybe, but then you're not as versed. So I think people before social media, you know, when they were getting older, they probably would do that because you'd kind of just, uh, your options were who you stumble across mm. in life. So you kind of, whoever you make connections with and stuff. And um, But now I think faking it, 
totally people like I mean it's we see it all the time where like you'll think someone is amazing like in this great place with their relationship they're posting about it all this kind of stuff and then they break up like people have thought that about me before Mm. you know and usually I find a lot of those couples when they're making the, the most noise is when they're the least happy I've noticed a pattern of it. You know, that way where like mm. it'd be with influencers or even celebrities, like they're all over each other or like constantly posting with their happy fucking relationship. And then you're it's just, to me, it always is a red flag. I'm like, you're overcompensating for something. I feel like... Unless you've just got married, then I guess you're in that like bubble of like... Ah. Yeah, or some of those people who just kind of have each other. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's their content. But then I think there is... Yeah, like there's one person that you and I both follow. She's from... America so mm-hmm. she's not like we're not bitching about someone close to home today but um <laughs> for once but she like has been married to this guy for years kids and they flip in her con like she's constantly putting up like damn my man fine and stuff and like you know okay honey like if he puts up a picture where he's looking good she like reposts it and is like get into the bedroom now you know, that kind of stuff and then I'm like that's a big annoyance a pet peeve of mine just throwing it out there not saying I've never done it it's no shots fired but it does annoy me when I see it on Instagram of like the girl or the guy right say the girl posts a pic that the guy obviously took the guy comments on it as if he's never seen it before and then they make some sort of like meet me in the fucking front room in 10 or like they do some sort of like they have their own little banter on do you think pick. it's foreplay via Instagram I think it's like I don't know what it is but I do know it's lame yeah <laughs> like and, I, and I, I don't know. believe it and no. I don't think anyone believes it like for sure when I see people like you know of course if it's like a birthday or if you got surprised with a deadly present and you're like oh my gosh I went up at yeah. this up on my IG but or, like you know holy grail engagement pick Oh yeah, I get it. If you're gonna have diamond on that finger, baby girl, take that pic. Take it. We want to see the ring, honey. <laughs> I do, and I want to dissect it. Yes, <laughs> it will be in the girls' WhatsApp group. No one's really getting engaged these days. So annoying. I know. I guess Quar has probably stopped that. Yeah. How does a man buy a diamond during quarantine? <laughs> and I began to wonder: Are we quarantined or quarant alone? Is the quarantini the new engagement ringy? <laughs> I love how bad we are. I think we should try and modernize every single one of these after we dissect them. Like make them into a new one. Yeah, true. Okay. So yeah, the faking it for sure by the flexing on social media. And we've said it before on the podcast before, uh, like the social media can turn into like another person in the relationship. Like it's you, him and social media. And then it gets into this whole like weird web where we've had people texting or writing in questions being like I always post my boyfriend he doesn't post me that kind of stuff so yeah. it brings in this random elephant in the room that you know it can make problems be, you know and I do notice sometimes I feel like um couples will go in and out of it mm. you know like it's like sometimes I notice like maybe post fight they'll like want to post a bit nice stuff like if they've had a bit of an argument or something that they'll be like love my baby yeah because you're kind of in that like yay we've made up yeah like, and you're, you're like, kind of like i'm still in the doghouse a little bit i also want you to know that i love yeah. you but i'm a pick of you yeah I, it is funny I, I always wonder and then i wondered i began to wonder are you are you a relationship sharer by b- blood does it come natural to some? Because I was like, obviously my ex didn't have social. So I didn't really post him because it just never was an organic 
moment in the relationship you know mm-hmm. that way um, but then like Evan's on social and like I guess I post him a bit but not that much especially now that I live with him I don't post him at all I feel. well you don't post that much true um, and when I do I like it to be me <laughs> yeah and I mean I think it definitely is more natural for people to just use social media like you and I would differ in that sense of like and I don't know a lot of people like even my sisters and my family don't use it the way I do yeah. you know yeah 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 my kids do <laughs> they throw everything up on social media on their TikToks well, they're currently in summer school to be influencers yeah true that's so. going really well by yeah. the way things um, but yeah I think like my Fiona is in the same boat as you like yeah, Con- true. Connor doesn't have like he has Facebook but he wouldn't have any Instagram and like she doesn't really post him that much no it is a weird thing when one person isn't into social because it just feels so inorganic to like whip out a phone it'd be like me whipping out a trombone yeah, we're hanging yeah. Out, you're like <laughs> it's like <laughs> what we don't play jazz together <laughs> well we are str- and especially if it hasn't been a thing in your relationship like from the start yeah it's kind of random to be like should we start taking pictures of each other and putting them on uh, yeah even though we've been together four years like I think as well, um, it's a weird one because like, say if, because I, I think you were, say when you were with Evan, like it was a difficult thing because like, remember we did that thing, we were only talking about this, like, because when we used to talk about Evan on x Gals, we'd call him Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't, because obviously he's known, so we didn't want people to cotton on yeah. too quick well, I also and didn't want him to hear that it's like Jenny on her podcast is saying she's seeing you yeah, you know when it's in that weird phase yeah, it like- happens <laughs> well not so much now that we're not able to leave the house festival season always happened oh my god yes they'd be coming up but um what do you call it it is a weird thing because like there's that whole say you break up with someone and get with someone else you're like how long do I wait before I can share it you know yeah there's weird stuff like that like I would feel random now you know well I'd be like hmm when can I share if I was seeing someone it's yeah. a weird thing and then it's a weird thing I started to question myself I'm like why do I have the compulsion to share yeah that is a weird thing and that is like the new like a new faking element it's like it's like this new element why am I sharing why do I feel compulsed like when am I why am I like when can I share my new relationship or like it's a weird thing that like isn't going anywhere I would that's that's the new question I think yeah why do we feel the compulsion to in share? In an age where we share so much to so many, why do the most personal things feel the most important to share? Oof. HBO, hire more. Literally. I want to know, though. It why? is really weird. It's a weird thing that I actually, I actually always wonder this. I love our Carrie accents, by the way. I know, she's so whispery. She's so easy to, like, the inflection is just always up. And I begin, and she always, like, tries to be really Melodic voice. If I was making her on The Sims, I'd choose melodic as her voice tone. Can you do voice tones in Finland? Hell, I'm all fucking yeah, you Shut off. I haven't played in a while. So I that think, is an interesting one, though, and I actually, mm. would, I don't know the answer. Do you, do you gals have the answer? Because I feel like, I think... What what happened with me anyway? Who I would be more inclined to kind of share personal shit. I think on IG and stuff. Mm. I think it happened on Snapchat because I didn't really have many followers, so I was yeah. kind of. And then I got followers from mm. kind of being open online. So then it just became natural. So now I don't have a compulsion to do it. It's just natural inclination to do it because I've yeah. done it for so long. But um, it is a weird one when you're bringing in like someone else. As yeah. well. 
And it's a, it's a weird thing where it's like, do you talk to your boyfriend about it before you put that? Like, you know the way? And it's a weird unspoken thing in the air of sharing where it's like, like, say, for example, the first picture I put up of Evan. I remember. Great pic. Uh, it broke the internet. <laughs> oh my God, broke the fucking internet. No, but I remember, like, I mean, we were kind of locked around long ado or whatever. But, like, I remember it being, like, even the people we were with who took the picture were like, oh, like... And it was a weird thing of like... like the first picture. Yeah, and it was a weird thing because I'm like, I know it's not going to be a shared thing because like he uses his Instagram for like work. Like he doesn't put And you'd put him on his store, on his... People had known that you were together at that point. Yeah, but it wasn't like, you know... It wasn't Instagram official, hun. Exactly. And that's a weird extra element. And I remember like putting up the pic and being like, do I have to ask? Uh, Yeah. For like consent? For this like or is it like because it is was this claim. before or after the holiday before okay it was about did he first put, put you up on his stories on the holiday he put me no no it was when we went to the to the europe that time but was it subtle i think he shared a post that i put of him oh yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. it was okay. like whoa whoa that was of him first, punching yeah. a flame that is how you get men to make take a video of them doing something very masculine and yeah, they'll yeah. reshare that shit. Oh my goodness, that's, that's so... a good trap. Oh, and then the next time you went to the Europe, you got a selfie that you put up in your stories. Yes, you were slowly and bleeding. He, yeah, he the... put, yeah, it was story, which you know. And I think that's the, that's what kind of happens. Like I've been when I was dating guys because mm-hmm. obviously I'm not now choir. Um, when I, I remember that being an, a weird element mm. in the kind of, especially when you're dating and it hasn't been that long and you're kind of like, like and I, there's phones everywhere these days. So like say you're at a party and your new guy that you're dating is there and you all get in a group photo and then it's like, oh God, that's kind of like Do online you know what's now. so fucking awkward when you're dating a new guy and it's not official and like you're in a situation of loads of couples and they're like, come on, let's all get pictures of all the couples and you're like, we're not whoa we're I remember not official it was kind of like that at longitude in the sense that like we weren't official we were with all couples who had all been together a very long time yeah and they was like oh we'll all get couple pigs and I was like oh, oh. it was what so what are we <laughs> does this mean we're official it is difficult and like I mean we have this thing or I know I have this thing because there were so many times with me breaking up and getting back together with Jimmy when I'd put, we'd finally, after like being together and trying to work on things, um, I'd finally put up a picture. And then two weeks later, we'd fucking broke it off. I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. And actually someone wrote to our Tumblr and was like, how random. Um, Lindsay's ex changed all the comments on all the captions on the photos being like me and my ex. Me, I'm like, just archive the photo, hun. Archive or just leave it. Because it looks like more effort to go through all the pics. So... So it is a weird It's a new thing Yeah And I don't think either of us Have figured it out Yeah So to modernise this Right While women are certainly No strangers to faking it We faked our Hair colour Hair length Cup size Lip size Yes Hell, Hell. We've even faked leather <laughs> <laughs> I love that Hell We've even like <laughs> I couldn't help but wonder Has fear of being Single Certainly raised the bar On faking a relationship I don't even know If that makes sense But oh, I'm saying wow. it Are we Because f- I do think Some people Like if you've been sing- like, Well like People use social media For relationships In different ways Like mm-hmm. I mean Definitely You know My ex Used to use it To thirst Antagonize trap. me And thirst trap And thirst trap But like he'd be 
putting up videos of girls that he was getting with. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, you know, there's different ways. Or, like, say if I was... And I probably it would It can now, be weaponized yeah. against you, which is freaky. And I think... When something used to be shared between the two of you then can be, like, weaponized against you, it's so bizarre. And I never felt comfortable. I haven't had, like, a serious, serious relationship, you know, in between mm-hmm. being with him. So I never felt fully comfortable. It was always a weird thing. Like I would do it subtly I would yeah. be the story subtler relation. I would be the like Hand on my hand Over a bottle of red <laughs> You know That would be my pick yeah. It wouldn't be like You dry rating on top of him I, Dare I say you're tasteful? Thank you hun <laughs> Thank you I'm classy girl Your teaser campaigns Are always flawless But I mean who knows Cause like If you get with someone and Then I may not be Like if I get with someone That I'm like You're going on my damn feet I don't yeah. care <laughs> It's like a notch in your bed post. Yes. <laughs> a post on my feed. Yes. Um, so next one. Next one. As I walked home, I couldn't help but wonder, when did being alone become the modern day equivalent of being a leper? <laughs> <laughs> oh my a goodness. Leper. I only mentioned leprosy yesterday <laughs> to my mom. Very, very. Because That I'm makes really... sense. Christian. Yes, it's very Christian. But um, <laughs> leprosy is extremely Christian. Yeah. They love God. <laughs> what they do are always attached to leprosy. It. I think it started in biblical times. I think it was just really prominent then because they'd have like leper colonies, isn't that? What is they it still mean? around? I think it is still around, but I think it's just not as like. It's the COVID nineteen of biblical times. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but that's there, why I was comparing. Also that place isn't Lord something to do with leprosy as well. Or is that that they would bring the holy water I back? I feel like from I the, have it even hearing the word. It's like when someone says a little spider, I'm like, I can feel it crawling up yeah. my back. Um, but I was saying, like, this new, now that we're moving into the new phases, it's like you're kind of trying to configure everyone's consent mm. over quar, like, or over, you know, because some people are a bit more chill with it and they're not really, you know, or some people are like, like, I saw a guy when I was walking to Dunn's earlier, he had both of his hands, like, out. Oh, like a wingspan. Yeah. And he walked by me and I was like, just to be like, don't step near me. And this I was is like, two meters. Yeah, I was like, oh. It's actually a pretty. Whacked my back. Do you know the width of your it is arms is your exact height? I heard that, which is so which makes fucking sense. trippy, dude. Whoa, because it also would be in and around, well, first tall queens in and around <laughs> two meters. True. <laughs> so now we can do that. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Human airplane coming through. Yeah. Out of my way So Hilarious (laughs) So when did Okay so she's basically saying Which this was the huge Kind of theme In Sex and the City The singles Against the relationships Because they were the four And yes they had their Like little relationships Here and there But they always Always ended up single It wasn't working out As it was Yeah For like you know And it was all about Yeah the the dynamic Of when one girlfriend Gets a boyfriend And how that changes And like I get The analogy Of like I guess with leprosy It used to be like They'd be put in the Leprosy colony <laughs> Sorry It's such a ridiculous it's, I mean It's beyond ridiculous <laughs> Because it's like contagious So it's almost saying that like It's beyond exaggerative People and in a so relationship horrific. Don't want to be associated With single people Because it's like They're going to catch Single them Or is it like They're ignoring them And being like all the singles go to their club But we're all going to go To our dinner party With our boyfriends I think what it was If I I don't know, you might help me with this memory. Um, yeah. So, do you remember when 
they could be they shoot single people don't they mm-hmm. you know when I think they go to an engagement party and um, Miranda and Carrie are together yes. and Miranda makes a joke about being single yes and being like she kind of um puts herself down like self-deprecates herself being yeah. like oh I'm not single I have my you know joking about it and then I think Carrie and Miranda had a, a conversation about it mm. on the way home and Carrie was like why did you kind of put yourself down in that way okay, and she yeah. was like well we make like she was like we us single people make people in relationships feel uncomfortable so I kind of yes. try and soothe the whole which I mean I guess it. I you can feel kind of stigmatized if you're in a group where like you know because with your group having boyfriends yes there's events there's either weddings or there's mm-hmm. just hangout sessions where like you might find yourself or someone finds themselves as being the only single person and I think I think it's a mutual maybe uncomfortableness sometimes. I was gonna yeah say that as in like I think when you're the one in the relationship if you're in a group of single people you feel like the sore thumb because you're like yeah. they're all like and then this guy or then like you know there's been times where like you know I've been in a relationship and not with you like talking to like a group of single girls and you'll you know, be like, I was single once myself. And they'd be like, you wouldn't even know. Like, yeah, you know? And yeah. it's a, then you're kind of like, okay, well, now I'm completely excluded from the conversation because you just don't think that I can relate in any way. Oh, well, I think this And then was it goes the opposite way as well. In Because I think, say, in your 20s, it's probably, and again, another theme that really ran in Sex and the City was like the 20s against the 30s. Yeah. They very much put those two decades against start, each other. Yeah, because I think at the start of Sex and the City, she was meant to be like 32-ish, which is so mad. Really? I think she's like, yeah, early 30s. Because she's not, like, she's not 40 until the Well, ha- I need to rewatch it. I keep saying it for so long. But I think, because I think she has a birthday early on. And it, yeah, I think it's like season two and it's her 30 fifth so yeah 33 I say in season one which was so rare I love like um, there's another show on Netflix called Dead to Me which is I love seeing like just maybe you know the older women getting the roles (laughs) we demand representation exactly I'm sick of ages Hollywood (laughs) but um I do think in your 20s like the majority of your friends are kind of single Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it's easier to kind of maneuver that and like you feel maybe more like the leper in your 20s if you have, are in a serious relationship whereas and then, yeah, in your 30s it flips totally. and like you know that's when people are really settling down and getting into like more serious relationships where they're moving in or they're getting married having children so then you feel very ostracized especially if it's because I think we spoke about this a while ago like being single is never really seen as a choice it's yes. seen as a a, a result of something tragic it's like when it's you're a, single you are and can happen as well when you are amongst couples mm. you can feel like they're always trying to marry you off or get you I actually hold on now is he in single yeah and you're like I don't him would be brilliant and you just feel like this you know I actually like it because I'm like yes get me that D <laughs> <laughs> we need all hands on deck yeah I'm like okay yeah you work you work come on <laughs> but like other people I think maybe would be a, put, a bit put out and be a bit like Oh god it's, it's annoying especially when you're newly single And you're like I don't want that And they're like come on get under a new fella It's the best way And you're like 
that will make me cry. Yeah. Or it's, <laughs> it's annoying when it's like, you know, you feel like you're wearing your singleness. Because yeah. that, it can feel like, you know, when you're going out for a party, whether it's a christening or whatever the fuck it is, and you're like getting your little dress on, your guna on, and you're going out, but you're wearing your singleton because you don't have your boyfriend as an accessory. And They're great accessories for like weddings and stuff. And it's also annoying when like people are trying to pair you off or matchmake you to make themselves feel more comfortable. And I guess that's kind of like in this episode of Sex and City they're kind of saying that it's like like you know I'm sure you've had it happen to you before where like someone's like you know who would be great for you and you're like you're only doing this so that we can go on a double date yeah it's only for you it's not for me and like because I remember and they make you know, it as way. if it is for you yeah and they're like you'd be great with him and then like you go on it and you're like sorry what oh well that's happened to me before for sure when my friend was like I oh actually my friend's single hold on hold on and it's like you get on it's kind of your style. And then like, I'm like, what? This drug addicted fuckboy? <laughs> really? And it's like, it's like, you know, people who like don't understand like gay culture or something. It's like when your mom is like, do you know what? It'd be great with James. Like, that's just the other gay man, you know. That doesn't mean that they will get on. It's like, yeah, yeah. I always say, every time I fucking watch the show, first dates, I'm like, oh. can they not get a gay person in there? Because I'm constantly seeing twinks paired with twinks. I know, it's Flipping ridiculous. They're like two like oh, little guys. And they always like are best out. Yeah, they're like we definitely like, go to the George together. Yeah, they go to the George and go home and suck someone else's dick because like they are just it was so obvious that they're and the dumbass waitresses and all are like they're getting on. They're, it's like yeah, they're best out. Yeah, they're getting on. It's all good. <laughs> but no, I do. It is a weird thing because that is and I mean when I am on Bumble and I'm looking through like so many bios are like I need someone to bring to weddings. I need like people. It's like it is you're really fighting a battle on your own if you're going to certain events single mm-hmm. because you have to answer they just those questions come. Yeah. And you feel it's hard to like leave them feeling confident because they're basically like questioning your choice or that it's a lack of a choice that someone hasn't just chosen to be with you that you're single yeah you're either getting like I don't like the whole like especially when you're in your 30s people seem to have this opinion on like someone who's single especially a woman who's single as in like what happened and it's like nothing happened like Mm. Nothing happened. That's why I'm single. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't have to be this like, uh, like a result. You get a bit of, of a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And like, and like, men don't get that same name. Is she? She can't seem to hold a pelotone. I know. It's like it's very under the breath. Kind yeah, of it is like hashtag everyday sexism. You know that yeah, way of like, like that men can never sh- married. That no. men can choose to be single, but women can't. It's just a bit like. Uh, yeah, and then it also makes you feel like the man has to choose you and that you weren't chosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, then yeah. You, it gets under your skin and that's when you feel like a leper because you're like, ah. So the modern day version of that absolutely has to be, um, where is it here? <laughs> when I walked home, I couldn't help but wonder. She was walking home from the engagement party. When did being alone become the modern day equivalent of having COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <gasps> Why Literally. are people in relationships keeping up social distancing? When we are on phase three. That, this one is actually so relatable right now because it, <laughs> COVID has fucked with the single people. Oh, hell yeah. Now, of course, it has fucked with people in relationships as well because, like, you're either living with them and that's a big stress or you're not able to see your other half yeah. and that's another big stress. Um, a lot of dumpings happening. That's a disgusting word. I'm sorry. <laughs> sounded like not what you were saying. <laughs> as like, it dumped out of my mouth. <laughs> I realised the mistake I had made. Oh my god. And I began to wonder, does she need a wet wipe? <laughs> does she fold or crumple her toilet paper? Does she go from back to front or front to back? And is there some incense in there to kill the smell? <laughs> tapa tapa. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> I just thought it was my modernization. Oh yeah. COVID-19. You were saying that COVID is fucked up with the same. Oh yeah. And you were saying a lot of people are breaking up. But they are. We just said Me- Megan Fox and Austin. Brian Austin. Is that his name? Yeah. Also just, as a podcast. A lot of our questions are like we've had an overwhelming amount of like I've just been dumped during quarter, dumped during quarter, dumped of during quarter. And I guess a lot of that is we're like if you are in a situation of having a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're not living together, you're kind of like cosplaying as a single person because you're like yeah. oh this is what it's like to not have to see my girlfriend or boyfriend every week. well I think it seemed like we didn't obviously know it would go on this long so I think yeah. people were like doo doo and then it was like oh and I then you're kind them. of like oh I really don't want to see them yeah or you're you like know? I don't miss them at all or we're running out of things to talk about or, or you're just thinking about like you're beginning to wonder about your entire relationship because totally. what else are you doing you're starting your whole thinking about every little thing yeah so so oof. it's fucked to relationships but it's annoying as well because like I obviously got dumped <laughs> right before this basically yeah so I God, feel yeah. like I haven't been able to like like it was great to be able to kind of like deal with the breakup in the first half but now I'm just like yeah get me back out there honey 100%. stop it take the shackles off that's you know? so annoying and like I feel I was only treating today who was I treating Holly Shortle randomly I was like I actually I realised this like week I was like because I think you know when you're like oh my god it's May and this yeah. is going on till August and I was like August is always the time of year that I'm like my birthday is so soon I'm like <gasps> I my birthday my, just went my 30th year like Literally from March to August Gone I'm like I need a refund Like you need to give us All this year back Like I should not be Turning 31 this year I need like Serum delivered to my door For free Everyone in Ireland does Because like <laughs> yes. I have aged With this stress I know And it's like The Botox is worn off There's no fucking side Of that coming back anytime oh, I know when, hello, Leo Hello <laughs> Shagging and Botox Imagine you could uh, Get a uh, Leo over For a Botox party He is a doctor Oh true Maybe you know you can do a few nicks on the side. Please. So uh, question to his DMs. Number three from Carrie. I couldn't help but wonder, inside every confident, driven, single woman, is there a delicate, fragile princess just waiting to be saved? Was Charlotte right? 
Do women just want to be rescued? Wow. Now, this is actually a pretty good question. Like, it's not as fucking crazy as the others. This is a, like an age old thing. And you know what I do? This is the type of shit that's being asked in Sex and the City that they would not allow. Like, for everything that is like, quote unquote, problematic or whatever, you know, you could make an argument for that grand, you know. Mm-hmm. There are questions in this that would be deemed like inappropriate for a woman to ask I think now and I think with like a lot of like modern day liberal feminism we're not even allowed question that anymore we're not allowed yeah. to kind of bring that question up and that's where preach queen do you know what I mean no, it's like it that, that's where the freedom of like that kind of expression like the bad comes in the good like with okay yes if you want to make an argument about like those problematic elements to things that Carrie said or classes things fine I can I can take that on yeah. board but, but they, they were like as well peppered. They didn't add anything to the story. It wasn't the main story. driving force for, no. the, for the narrative. But with that came questions that I think now writers would not be allowed right into shows. I don't think that they would allow a woman to kind of pose that as a question. I think it would have to be so literal. Like this is a problem with a lot of art now. It's just become so literal. People can't make up their own minds. It has to be girl boss. Well, I think it's become less literal, more like they're faking like these thoughts even occur you know like I mean I feel yeah. like we're all still talking and acting how we do at home or in the pub or with our family but we present ourselves as like this perfect veneer of a person online and on television everything is very woke and accepting and that and but it's in like, real but I think what I mean as literal as in like you know it's it's a way more interesting concept to like raise a question and let your viewers make up their own mind mm. be that instead agreeing of, yeah. instead of being like girl boss we should all want to be girl bosses we should all learn how to code and be girl bosses and be yeah. female entrepreneurs and that is empowering instead of being like you know that, that the beauty of sex in the city was like that there was quote unquote empowerment in every single character like if you are more of a charlotte a traditionalist like she wasn't a bitch she stood up for herself loads of times and mm-hmm. was like a, quite a strong character well she was really good as well at her job which mm. she wanted the job of being a mother and a homemaker and and she chose that and she chose and she wanted that and yeah. that you know like she also had her she had done the whole career thing so she was successful in her own right but she wanted to give that up and be in a marriage and dedicate herself to her home and a family that's also a thing I don't think they would show in a TV show now I really really don't think they'd show a woman who is succeeding and thriving in her career, like a careerism, careerist woman like Charlotte was, because she was meant to be like a really high-end art dealer, uh, an auctioneer. I don't think they would really like to show a woman then choosing a more traditional, quote-unquote, like stay-at-home mum role. Well, it was amazing. It would always be made of a like, she'd be like, She'd regret it. She'd be like, oh, no. And like, there was times that Charlotte regretted it, but there was like yeah. a natural They allow the journey. And that's what I love with, um, with all television back in the day, like especially around that time. Like I loved TV. It was when we were kind of growing up and really getting into shows. So it's obviously more like poignant to us. But um, I do feel, I love that they showed the journey. And I think now with television and stuff like that, it's just gotten so predictable because mm-hmm. they have that whole like woke responsibility to maintain. Yeah. So like, even if they showed it, it would always be like that woke wins and like... And it's predictable of what wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like woke wins. It's like, of course, like she might make this decision as an empowered woman, but she'd always regret it. And the minute the children are in college, she goes back to the workforce and... Or she gets lives. fucked around by her husband. Yes. And then she, you know, something like... It's always like that. It's never like a choice that you can just have the ebb and flow of life with. It always has to be this like concluded thing of well that's what I was saying like it doesn't take the reality yeah in so like um and I really like that question like 
because I think again like you said it's age old like the whole damsel in distress we've seen that especially in like art and television and cinema like that's always been the character of the woman mm-hmm. you know like to, to some regard like we I was brought up even freaking made Manhattan like these gu- girls <laughs> yes. you know and like then the man comes in and kind of is is saving her to a certain yeah there is that kind of savior thing and then like uh, yeah I, I guess it's one of those nature and nurture things you know that way it's like people there's a, a huge amount of people would have an argument that it's something that's being instilled in us through like the patriarchy or through like the oppression of women but then it's like you also aren't allowed look for any truth in it I find a lot of, with a lot of conversation now like I feel like if you ever are like oh you know I think women do say you were like hardline I think women all women want to be saved like you would always be told that like the reason you think of that is because of social conditioning or like you know patriarchy coming through and that you know mm. it's it's not you can't be a it can't be something that you want because culture has told you you want that so you're just actually like a representation of the culture which is like a really boring point to make because it's not looking into the kind of like psychology of things you know that way yeah and it's not it's like we have so many different types of women mm-hmm. but I do have to say from like observing and just being around women my whole life and my friends and like I'm mainly around women I do see that in women a lot in a more like diluted way you know because I feel like women do hold that inside them but they try to cover it with all this like confidence or like no man whatever treat you know like that kind of way but I do feel that like you know it is it's it's a it's a fairy tale idea to think that like someone can and I don't even think it's like the patriarch or the man mm-hmm. savior complex I think it's like I'm like it wouldn't it be wonderful to think that like someone's going to come into your life and just fucking help you and do everything you know yeah. like that's what we give the idea of I like, think the way a lot of the time it's kind of proposed to us these days anyway by women being like you know you've got a savior complex kind of thing that it's a, a negative thing but is it not actually you can just change the wording of it is it not more that you're looking for security which is a good thing to look for in your life you know that way it's like yeah you and respect say, someone who wants to like I've been binging 90 day fiance for example oh it's so good which are you watching before the 90 days the I'm watching one. it on YouTube so I say binging oh, okay. I'm watching just clips random of, clips random clips still makes sense because they all upload like I found some blackjack or whatever <laughs> he just uploads like all the stories so my oh, favourites yeah. I'll watch Big Ed oh Big Ed <laughs> Hilarious But um, What I I was noticing About these guys Was that That was a fear in them With these women So obviously Like 90 Day Fiance Like they meet online A lot of the time And it's like A lot of the time Women um, Or men From like Impoverished areas Mm -hmm. And the American Goes over to their area first And like They're always A bit insecure Whether um, You know They're professing Their love for this person (laughs) Saying like I love her so fucking much But then when they go over and see that she lives in a shack with no door and no running water and then they're like getting all freaked out thinking shit she just wants me for my green card and yeah. to be saved whereas if you were to, if you were in love or whatever wouldn't you want to help this person out like now i think that that's a, it's sure yeah like they it's a running theme in that show anyway that they're freaked that like they just want to get to america and i don't know run away but like i think it's more of a like a freaky goddamn Controlling thing. Currency exchange yeah. Like I mean These women know That their way out of this 
is not possible for you know it's very very difficult but they know obviously they all have their freaking iPhone they, they don't have a door but they have an iPhone and internet to be able to talk to these men and then like and they also the men don't really take into account that like okay say for example Big Ed right let's Big talk Ed. fucking frankly about it okay yeah you're a 45 year old man who's 4 foot 11 divorced with two children and no neck and no neck okay that's your reality that's fine you the currency exchange here is you've got a 23 year old pretty girlfriend yeah she is using you but you're using her too exactly it's like it's actually quite an equal exchange like you are and it's the same with all of these men like there's that other guy who like pet of a man who's so dumb who is like I've spent like a hundred thousand oh, dollars on God. this like, and he's still and he's never met her never met her for seven years they've been talking it's and insane she, she's from Ukraine is she even though because Does she has she never turned up and he's been over three times to Ukraine and she's never turned up and he still goes over and he's still going over so it's like you know yeah she is using you but like you're also like even though you're obviously a nice guy and the same with Big Ed like I think he's like a good nice person deep down like but I just I do think that they have a complex of like maybe they were never able to get like the hottest girl in school so they have now that they're the 60 year old man getting to go out with the 30 year old woman so that's your weird kind of thing on it you know that way like because say that 60 year old guy he clearly has a good job all the rest he could just get a normal same age girlfriend yeah. come down the road and not have to have this whole rigmarole but no but they want choosing. well it's also like the weird trophiness and like yeah. I mean, and it's just a bit ridiculous to think that like these men have cottoned on that like you know they very much like fetishize the freaking women as in like because some of them are like i'm only into like that man in particular he like what he'd what cartoon that he'd fallen in love with like um, oh, Eastern yeah. European men or women because of the accent and stuff so he totally fetishizes them but yeah. like then they know and women those women a lot of the time are aware that they are being fetishized well, so they, they feed in you know they yeah. are like okay well like I want to go to America yeah there's a lot of dumb older rich men who have a fantasy about having a young Eastern European gorgeous because they're usually beautiful yeah wife so if that's what they want and what I, like a lot of the time it's very pragmatic on the females we have I think they're yeah. like okay they want this. I want this. They're like, you're this is, ugly. This is how we... I loved... Did you see that fight that Rose and Big Ed had? Where he told oh, her about her bad breath. Oh my God. And then she kept going... She was like, she said from Ulster. And she said something in her own language and she just said, you're ugly. I know. And he was like, I hope that means I love you. And she just said it again. I was like, oh, Rose, she, she's a badass. I love her. I love her. So... But, um, yeah, it's kind of like, hold on, how can you not see that and like I mean a lot of the time they were so free that these women just wanted to be saved they did by you and they I feel like a lot of the time they're entering they're, into a relationship they're choosing you. to like marry your ming and ass and be a good wife because it would be a lot better than the life that they currently yeah. have and like no they probably don't they're probably not in love with you like I'm sorry like they're like I'd say Rose's love for him is not based on the same love but like there is an element of it and there's love in the fact that like you were saying about the idea of security yes and I remember Anna Nicole Smith always said that because mm-hmm. she was always getting you know hate and saying that she just married him for the money she was like I married him and I did love him was I like did I want to jump in his D probably not but yeah. like it was a different kind of love it wasn't this it's like, like I love that you were offering me this security and something that I have like if you've been mm. you know to read it badly by men that you get someone who is and that comfort of being like oh he's an old bastard anyway you know the way yeah like he's not going out cheating on me 
I, to be honest, Big Ed, I feel like he probably would cheat. He's that much of a freak. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I actually think he's a good man. I just do think, you? like, I do. I think, like, obviously, a lot of what I think he's he was a good, very not self aware, which makes me think he could kind of cheat. But he, I think, Big Ed was just like so unaware of what he was getting himself into culture wise. I think that and a lot of 100%. Americans like they don't travel out of America a lot. So I think yeah, hundred percent. Like how we thought it would be anything different to that is beyond me. But I also but it made think, for some great oh, TV. Absolutely iconic. I am so hot. I am sweating. <laughs> the monkeys. Did you see the thing with the monkeys no. jumping all over him? He was like freaking out, and the and Rose is like, "I like monkey." She's like, "Big Ed was scared." Oh my! Like, <laughs> I know they're always such badasses. I know they're so cool. There but was like, another where like the American he was kind of like very camp, and all the comments are like, "Come out already!" And his like Brazil Colombian yes, girlfriend. I know the exact one me and Evan loved them on that he's last freaky. season and he doesn't have sex with her I know and she's like why don't you sit lay me down and his, like, she's so sexual and beautiful and her bod but like uh. me and Evan were looking at her both perving on her like being like I was like she's you know the way some some of the some like South American women I think it's if they have kind of like native heritage they almost look like androgynous she it's really does beautiful like almost like an avatar like yeah. those like big pain, planes of their faces mm. and really high cheekbones like oh my really god really tall yeah she was beautiful and such a badass like did you see when they went to some park and there was like this big swing that was like swinging out <laughs> onto the mountains like, I won't do that I, I'm like, not I won't do that she was like what the fuck is this I yeah. want a man yeah she was like you pussy <laughs> so awkward I was like how would you not just do it because like she thinks she's getting this big fucking strong ass American lad coming in and he's coming and giving her golden eye collagen under eye packs like, uh, making her put them on like, oh, he's creepy. so and definitely a hair transplant but whoa yeah whoa that was I digress <sighs> but yes to get back to this so do you think women want to be saved what do you know actually I'm going to rephrase that mm-hmm. doesn't everyone want to be saved I definitely feel like aren't women doing the saving to the men like we said I think in last week's podcast like women a lot of the time turn into like your Mammy. partner's ma and you yeah end so up how doing is their... that different like a lot of the time men want to be looked after mm-hmm. and women probably are looking for a little bit of security in men a lot of the times and you know the, the what I would say about this question is like why does it matter you know that way like I think as long as both people are going I would in, say can we get back to the old ways well, where like I exactly. just make the home and you make the money and like it's a, and that's what I mean if what like the only thing that is bad I think like where there's like kind of a maliciousness to it where it would be like when there's deceit and lies but that's like the base of any bad relationship you know if you're only getting with someone because of you're like there's nothing in any way intriguing to you. You're just using them for money. You're using them for security. But, but giving a, them the idea. Like, yeah. Say Alfonso. Was that her name? The one in 90 Day Fiance. Like she was one of the only ones who actually was like, I want you to make more money. I need more bags for yeah. more attention. Yeah. Like so in that way. Yeah. It's kind of like being transparent. And I think, you know, there's that saying there's no fool like an old fool because it's almost like they aren't aware of the most obvious thing in the world yeah. you know well so, they want to believe in the good the good of it well so you want to believe that you're like attractive yeah you know? and like I can imagine it but like I think you know if there is a thing of like if you are looking for if you're honestly looking for someone and you know, it doesn't mean that you have to go to every guy you're dating and being like I'm looking for security and I want to be a homemaker but <laughs> what I mean in that is that like if you're attracted to someone but like something that adds to your attraction and I don't just mean physically attracted you know mm-hmm. if you're having chemistry or something but if something that adds to that to you is that the fact that like for a guy if it's that the woman is like a really caring person 
or if it's you're a girl and it's the fact that you know straight wise that a man can provide a nice life for you if he's extremely has his shit together like I always I've talked about this to some of my friends before I think and you know I think that you have to realize that a lot of the time you know if you're a woman who's like saying your 30s and you're looking for like a serious relationship and you say you're like you want kids it would be really stupid of you to not look for someone who can help you set up a life because there's going to be a year of your life where you're like taking care of a baby and you're going to be raising Mm -hmm. a child so of course like there's nothing wrong with you being like I want someone who can like carry that slack while I'm carrying this it's like I've (laughs) said it's uh, yeah it's like it's just basically deciding to be in a partnership and in a partnership you have to figure out your roles Mm. so like you know if you are yeah and and that can go both ways like because some men want to marry a woman who wants to be a homemaker yeah and the woman's like no I think we should get a cleaner because I still want to keep my job so these are things that like we obviously they're not romantic things it's not romantic (laughs) to scush sitting down and but it's something that to have like you know if it doesn't naturally come out in conversation you would have to sit down and make sure that you're aware of what you're getting into so like Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone wants to be saved but you want but saved in the term of like you want to find someone who like is matching what you want yeah you know like how saving, you want to live your life saving is possibly toxic because it's basically thinking that someone else is going to clean up your mess like I I, I kind or of that we're unable to like that we aren't you know physically able to get ourselves out or like say for example in what was that show Love is Blind well wasn't that the start of war that's crazy that feels like ages ago oh my gosh was it yes because everyone was binging it but in Love is Blind what was the pretty girl name who got with a really hot guy Jessica not Jessica the, the one who got with, was it Amber yeah, yeah, yeah. She was looking to be saved. Her life was a goddamn mess. She, she was saying yeah. that she was in 20 grand debt or more, but still had a credit card for fucking makeup. Like, that's Yes, stupid. barely wore makeup. That pissed me off. Yes. But, like, it's like you're saying that, like, that's like wanting to be saved as in looking for someone to clean up your mess. And it's yeah. problematic if that's what you're looking for. Like, if a man is just looking for some girl to move in and, like, keep his house fucking clean, have his babies while he jacks off. Like, no. Well, do you know? it? Is, yeah, so true. And in both, I do definitely think that if we flip it to 2020, how it's kind of relevant now is that I do think that sometimes people view relationships as um, that will sort my life out. Yeah, like... So, a- like you know plaster yeah and I definitely in the past few years have realized I began to wonder that you can't be in a functioning relationship until you are a functioning single person with your shit together Mm -hmm. I don't think and I think like when I was growing up I was always attracted to maybe someone who was like needing to be saved I definitely I think maybe from having kids young or whatever however I you know would always be kind of go for someone who was like not me maybe doing great in life or needed me to yeah. help them and trying to guide them and not even change them but definitely trying to be like thinking that they needed you help know that them. we need each other or something like that but now I'm like I would not get into another relationship until I'm 100% like able to handle my own shit mm-hmm. and I mean mental health bills my shit together so that you know I know that then like I'll be like with it and able to make a good relationship you know there's another philosopher 
RuPaul says. Oh, girl. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? But, you yeah. know, it is an age-old saying and it is true. But It's yeah. a difficult one with that because, like, I think what was so interesting about Sex and the City was that so many of them, like, so they were, they were functioning women. Mm-hmm. They had great careers. They had their home. You know, they were, they had their friends. The one thing that they didn't have was, like, the marriage and the kids. So True. it was kind of like, then it kind of happens where it's like, do you get almost too comfortable that there's no room for a partner? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But then Miranda and Steve, they worked it out. So that's a kind of hard one to make, to change. I think I just keep it there. You know, keep as is. Yeah, I think that will stay. That's mm-hmm. age old, like you said. Like, I think, I think do women want to be, I think, do does every gender... <laughs> Or non-conforming gender want to be rescued? Do people want to be rescued? Yeah. You know, is there something in all in every person that wants to be saved a little? Question mark. And I think definitely if you're in a bad space. Yeah. Uh, last answer. one. So our last one is, because at the end of yet another failed relationship, when all you have are war wounds and self-doubt, you have to wonder, was it all worth it? Or what's it all worth? What's it all worth? What's so it this over? was after. Now this was a particularly bad breakup for Carrie, was because Aiden? Aiden, when they had moved in and got been engaged, yeah, and like she had the whole house issue. Yeah. So that was a kind of which I'd say you could kind of more. It's probably like if we think of like big breakups, you know, like big investing breakups where. You've bought a house together or, or, you know, all these things that you really have to like. It's a big deal. Yeah, you're breaking you've up. put a lot into it. And I think it also. It, well, it's a big mess. Yeah. You know, it resonates to me like, you know, because you do hear a lot. Everyone always being like, it's always worth it, though. You always learn something. And sometimes in a breakup, you just learn like that you shouldn't have been with that person. Yeah. You know, that way it's like you might have learned things about yourself through the relationship as in like oh I realise I like this or I don't like that but it's like is it like you know is it all worth it is sometimes and that's the kind of the human condition in itself you know to weigh up your pros and your cons of like that's why I think like you know uh, why a bit of hesitancy to get into relationships is good sometimes because sometimes it's not worth it and sometimes you can find yourself in too deep really really quick and then the breakup can also be really intense and you're like was I ever even fucking happy man like you know mm. did I have the did the good times outweigh the bad or like you know this relationship wasn't as big of a deal for me but like the worst is when you're like casually seeing someone and like the breakup of it is a huge mess it's like oh my god it was so casual and not a big deal you know that or way? when it just really bled its way into so many different areas yes. of your life you know when you're kind of seeing someone and then somehow it's like it usually happens if you kind of see someone maybe that you were friends with uh-huh I think that or can be a bit friends. difficult like you know if you were like school friends and then like that happens a lot I think where like you maybe would have known someone and you never hooked up but then in your late 20s you hooked with some, up with someone mm. that you used to be friends and then it's kind of like oh god it's or when people cross the line of friendship into boyfriend mm. that's the big one because like that's the one you hear a lot of people kind of be like you know oh will it be worth it like losing you and it was in normal people as well like you know he was like I think one of the later episodes sorry for spoilers if anyone's watching but you know the story anyway uh, where he is kind of they're like thinking of getting back together and Connell did kind of say like oh we've just got to this point of being friends and I don't want to lose that and you do hear that with friends who like haven't even been together before they're like we're best friends and if 
you know, if we decide to go in this, it's basically like free falling. I'm free falling, baby. Because you're like, I'm putting yeah. my all into it. And it's like, it won't, like, I don't think it can ever go back to 100% normal. And there is also that thing where, like, I think sometimes, say, if you've, if you've been single for a long while, you start to kind of be like, hmm, maybe me and Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, like, we should, maybe it's been him all along. Because you know? it's actually, what's that fucking, there is an episode of Sex in the City as well, where they're like, urban single mit legends or something like that because remember they're, they're like oh it's always someone's cousin's friends like uncle's cleaner's daughter who you know the one day she went out to central park and she didn't want to go and then they're like and then they met in the rain always in the rain yeah, you know that yeah. way it's like there's a myth there is urban single myths and there is that's a big one i think in modern day times of like these two people who were friends went to college together never even kissed 31 yeah. both found themselves single and now they're happily married for 45 years. Yeah, you, you know, do think that. that and there's a whole legend. romanticism of that being like, you know, how mad we went to college and we were like yeah. friends in college. We never would have thought yeah, that. We used here. to talk about the people we got yeah. with and it, little did we know it built the perfect foundation for our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the respect was already there. It's like, I don't believe you, you shagged. Yeah, it's like, hmm. I don't know if I could see someone plutonically for that long and then be like, yeah unless I didn't see them for a few years like that that can happen where like you knew that can happen yeah where and then like say if when you move away and you actually that's happened where like people become close yeah via they're like oh I actually kind of miss him and then you're like skyping yeah, or, or you keeping can, in touch yeah or they come back fucking looking real yeah hot. a nice little tan on them you're like hey nice they got that foreign swagger <laughs> yeah yeah a bit of London style oh you know when they go away to England they come back with like oh London style you got a bit of a cool style on you. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, do I? Like, do I? Just, this is what I wear now. You're like, uh-oh. Like, oh. Uh, hi again. Now that I'm seeing you in that little t-shirt. I can't think of anyone from, like, my past. I, I can't. Mm. That I'm like, damn. There was another question, actually, that's kind of relates to this a bit. I couldn't help but wonder, can you make a mistake and miss your fate? Yeah. So I think that's the whole romanticism of yeah. that. That like, what if it was him all along and I didn't even know and we didn't mm. even try. Um, but the one before that, like, you have to wonder what's it all worth. Um, I think that is, again, an age old. I think it's, it's, it's impossible to get into something really impassioned and real love and a real partnership and a unifying situation without the breakup being quite horrific you know so it's kind of like a seesaw effect you can't have this great wonderful that's why I never flip and believe celebrities when they're like we both love each other separately now we've decided to consciously and cut it's like yeah. no if you had this big passionate relationship now people do grow apart but mm-hmm. I think you know you're gonna be if you're gonna be dating it, you are gonna be subjecting yourself to serious heart pain and that's just yeah you have to accept that and some people can't handle that like I know yeah, it's like going in to get a tattoo you know when people are like does it hurt does it hurt it's like it's gonna hurt it's it's needles going into your arm yeah like there's not gonna be you're not gonna feel nothing like you know it's not that it's gonna be like excruciating but then again pain is subjective some people's one on a pain level is a 10 for me so yeah. you know you can't or like having a child you know like I think in our 33 things we learned before you turned 33 episode on ex-gals such a tongue twister I said you know one of my ones was something loosely along the lines of like great risks reap great rewards 
Mm. But also the greater the risk, the harder you fall. And that's, you know, that can be applied to so many things, but it can especially be applied to being dating and being You said it when you were, if you remember when you were, you said it on an ex-gals, I think, before you moved in with Evan. Yeah. You know, you were like, it is a risk because you don't, you'd never done it before. He never, you know, like it's a new thing. Yeah. But it was a risk you were willing to take. You wanted to yeah. take that risk. And you, like, it's like acknowledging the risk. Like, it's like, are they worth the risk? Like, that's a big one. Because, like, I remember Christina said that to me, girl who does her eyebrows as well. Because I was, she had moved in with her boyfriend after about a year. So I was like, okay, that's like a, she was my first kind of go to, mm. you know. And she was the one who said it to me. She was like, don't think about whether it's going to be, don't think about the end goal of like, will it work? Because she's like, you never know. But she was like, mm-hmm. what you have to weigh up is, is the risk of it failing worth it to you? Like, is that what the relationship means to you? You know, that way. And like, you have to kind of, that's, you know, it is running with scissors being in a relationship sometimes. Because like, whether it's having a child or getting, being exclusive with someone or getting back with your ex, like, they're all risks. But you have to like balance up the thing of like. And as well, it's all, it's all man-made. Like, yeah. which I find hard, like, because there's all these like, random rules that whoever what, totally Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> pulled out of her eyes that is like you know oh this is the amount of time that you should be with someone before you go official oh this is the amount of time uh-huh. before you should meet the parents or meet. even like I find it with being a single man dating like there's all these like unwritten rules about like well don't introduce your kids unless you know for sure and it's like how do you know for sure like there's just yeah. so you have to just kind of like go for it you have to just follow your gut but like be smart about it and you know we you and I have spoke about it before in the sense of like being single it's like don't be careless with yourself in that way like we've said it on a lot of I think advice episodes and people are like I've just broken up and I'm feeling really vulnerable and, and alone and I feel like uh, but all my friends are forcing me to go out and be single it's like it's a it's hard out there yeah and don't take it lightly just because I only it's, said it to my friend the other day because yeah. she you know had been let down by a guy and I was like this unfortunately is, hmm. 2020 dating you literally, I, I don't even think there's a self-confidence that exists. Like yeah. your confidence is going to get knocked. You are sometimes going to feel horrible on yeah. those things. But then as well, you'll feel really pretty and really nice yeah. and like cool when you meet someone who you bond with or whatever. So and that's just that that is one of those risks. Like if you're like, I'm single and I want to get out there dating, you, ha- you have to realize you're putting yourself out there like to the dogs. You know, yeah. that way you're like, you're fucking going into the unknown and you have to realize that like, you know, with the risk of you and all the greatness that can come from the big risk of yeah. going out in the dating world, there's also going to be, you know, a huge, there could be a big knock to your confidence. Well, and I think even like think considering, you know, we always talk about like red flags as if the other person is showing red flags. But yeah. like when I look back at, you know, choices I've made with relationships, I'm like, that was me doing myself dirty because like, I chose to ignore certain things where I kind of got swept up in it and I was like okay I'm just going along with it because like whereas you should you know with this is it all worth it like can you handle it like Mm -hmm. you have to be like looking inward because I think sometimes we put the whole reliance on the other person like oh I hope they want to stay with me if I move in with them I hope he you know Mm -hmm. where it's like do you want this is this what you want like are you able to handle this? Like say with the dating scene, I'm like, I can only go back out to the dating scene if I'm fucking mentally sound because it can really knock you and like chink away at your armor. Yeah. And, um, you know, I now feel probably post quarrel be ready. You know? Yeah. 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 But 
may, if if we hadn't had Quar at the start, I probably would have been like, come on, girls, we're going to out. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> and then I would have like, you know, bawled my fucking eyes out because I'm not, yeah. wasn't ready. So I think, yeah, and that like, is it all worth it? I think that's definitely a more inward thing because I think in that sense, yeah, we definitely put the onus on the other person sometimes. Women do more so. I think they're like, I would always be worried that someone's going to break up with me and then I'm like, hold it. Am I even happy in this situation? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. We kind of like take away our own choice sometimes. Yeah. Sort of thing. We're like, I hope he doesn't dump me. It's like, wait, do I even like the bastard? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hold on. Do Is this what I want? That's an age old one again then. Because it's like, you know, but what I would say is that like you could actually expand on it. Because she's saying like after another failed relationship when all you have are war wounds and self-doubt. It's like, you know, it actually goes into like being single too. You know, that way of like, yeah, you're after a failed relationship, but also it can be kind of like, what's it all worth? You can feel that while dating. You know, the way, like, especially if you had a string of lads who like have all fucked you over. You're like, mm. I don't even have the war wounds. <laughs> I just have the yeah. self-doubt. Like, I just have like, you know, I don't even have the like niceness. Because that's the thing, when you come in every, out of a relationship, the immediate thing you have are like the war wounds and the self-doubt. Yeah. But as you kind of go through the stages of like, a breakup you can then reflect on the niceness and like the this and the that and you're like oh that was nice and this the worst is when you because I think when you first break up and because obviously you're you've broken up with someone well this is if you're doing the breaking up and you know you're just thinking like, oh he did that yeah. do you know what he used to always do which was so annoying but then <laughs> when you're alone and like a photo pops up in your Facebook up like a memory and you're like Oh, it wasn't all bad. Yeah. Ah. And that's, yeah. And like, that's the thing. It's like, you're not only left with war wounds. It can actually sometimes be harder to digest the like goodness of it. And mm. it can be harder for you if you've been a single person and you've just had a string of fucking fuck boys mm. that you're like, I don't even have the niceness to fall back on now. Yeah. Or like, you don't have the story to tell. Like, because I mean, when yeah, you break up with like a long term. Like, like, what happened to like, oh, he just went on a bender for three days and we just kind of haven't spoken since. Yeah. It's like, oh, and how many times did you go on a date? We went on four dates, but um, yeah, third time you couldn't get it up, so we only kind of count three of them. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, I mean, at least when you break up with a proper like a relationship, like I can live off my breakup now for another while. You oh, know the way? Yeah. I can be like, well, I'm just out of serious relationship, auntie. You know. <laughs> Not to any of your girls, you can't. <laughs> no, I know they're like, come on, we've heard it all Lindsay's before. Like, I mean, I am nearly single. I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> I'm fresh. I've just, I've just had a breakup. <laughs> and I always forget the uh, breaks. I'm like, we were together for seven years. <laughs> I'm like, let's add up the months. <laughs> 30 days in total. <laughs> I'd love to know, actually. 30 day fiance. Yeah. I'll be on that next. I can see that for my future. <laughs> Podcast. And it scares me. <laughs> I will be like a 60 year old woman being like, so going I to, met a man Going to Nigeria <laughs> Like Angela With Michael She is amazing Oh my goodness They're always so horny The women Oh Who was that woman What was her Muhammad was her Husband Yeah the word Lisa Remember that one When he was like You are going on the floor In front of your children Begging for sex Crying and begging for sex What <laughs> In the reunion He was saying that It was fucking comical oh. She was like You never gave it what a show What a show There's so many of them as well Oh and the episodes are An hour and a half long Where do you watch it? I watch it on TV On TLC Damn You um, can't really get it online You can But the ones that I found Are only half the episode Which Damn. I only copped Halfway through I was like 
because it'd be like last time on 90 and I'm always like I did I fall that. asleep or something and then I was like and then I read the comments and the comments were enraged they were like what start uploading the full episode and you actually learn a lot about different cultures oh you do you're like no way it's gas. It's flipping gas. What a show. So there's a, our episode on Sex and City with a side of yeah, yeah. today's fiance. <laughs> the two cornerstones of modern day relationships. Yeah. And, and love. Exactly. <laughs> Diverse. Well, not today fiance. Brings in the diversity that we disgustingly didn't see in Sex and the City. So that's why we brought it in. That's exactly why we brought it in. It was all planned. Finally a woke show. Finally. <laughs> So not it's so problematic. <laughs> it's so problematic. everything goddamn problematic in this day and age. Though later that night, I got to thinking about days gone by, that carefree time when our schedules were as wide open as our hearts, the time before the baggage and breakups and babies began to weigh us all down. I couldn't help but wonder: Does that sense of adventure still flicker inside all of us, or when it comes to being carefree single girls, have we missed the boat? Oof. Yes, you have. Your poor friend Miranda has had a baby and you just refuse to acknowledge it out of yes. the group. You're like, but we're, we're meant to be carefree single New York women. I didn't agree to have a baby in the group. Remember how problem, that was problematic. That was actually, and no one talks about that. No, no one talks actually, about that. Honest, they'd keep that in now. They'd be like, hell no. Yeah, mom shaming apparently is still allowed. Oh, Remember like they were like, we're still. going shopping, get in the taxi. Your baby can't come to brunch. It's like, what the fuck? Her Miranda. Oh my goodness. For Brady. Oh, okay, girlies. Uh, we'll be back next week. Next week, girlies. With another pod. Party, what Bye, guys. Bye.